0: Well, I guess I should start by saying hi. My name is Brian, and this is the first episode of my Tell a Friend podcast. Now, this podcast will be a show about current affairs, pop culture, just everything going on in my head, basically. So this is how the show is going to run. They're going to be three segments. I'll begin by doing a run the news segment, where I'll be discussing a news headline that's caught my attention in the past week. And then I'm going to move on to a segment called Be Better, where I'll pick a person or institution that's been acting a bit recklessly. And then I'll move on to a What Went Well section, which will be the part of the show where I discuss the highlights of the week. A more positive note. And finally, I'll conclude with the key message to take away in a segment I like to call Tell a Friend. Now, this is going to be a relatively short episode. You know, it's sort of Palette cleanser of an episode. An amuse Bouche, if you like. The canopy of podcast. Y- you get the point now. Okay, I'm going to jump straight in. So, for my Run the News segment, I picked the controversial rebranding of Black History Month. Now, for those of you who don't know, Black History Month is in October, and this is, we are in October, so happy Black History Month to all of you. And Black History Month has been going on for over 30 years now. But some councils in London have now decided to rebrand Black History Month and instead focus on diversity as a whole. So we have Hillingdon Borough, which is a conservative-led borough, stopped Black History Month, and then we have Wandsworth, and they made the decision recently to scrap Black History Month, and instead opt for a Diversity Month, where they were going to host events showcasing Indian, Polish, Spanish, Chinese, and African and Caribbean cultures. Now, we had the likes of Dawn Butler and David Olusoga, I really hope I'm not butchering that name, who have publicly criticized this move. Now, I'm going to tell you, when I heard in the news about this whole Diversity Month issue, frankly, I was disappointed, but I wasn't surprised at all, because Black History Month It's the only month of the year when Black British history gets to be highlighted and celebrated nationally. And the education system in this country fails to teach this country's racial history. For example, I did not even heard about colonialism until I got to college. And it wasn't until starting university that I learned about the Windrush generation and about black British contributions to the UK. Now, coincidentally, this was just months before the scandal broke out. So in school, I was taught all about Henry VIII and his wives. I could do the whole riddle, the whole bit. I knew about Queen Victoria, Nazi Germany, you name it. So, you know, I got a lot of white history. And when I was taught black history, I was taught about the likes of Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and more broadly, American racial history. Now this led me to a false belief that this country had no racial history. I know I'm not alone in this, because this is a belief that too many of us, unfortunately, believe in the UK. And you know, sorry to break it to you, this country has a racial history, and this is a country where racial injustices occur on a day-to-day basis. For example, this week just gone by on Question Time, they were discussing how the EU referendum had heightened xenophobia in the UK. And then this ill-informed audience member went on to celebrate the UK for being one of the least racist countries. Now you see, this is a problem. This country spends too much time celebrating the fact that it's not as bad as its American counterpart, and that leads it to become reluctant to address the real issues going on. Now, to everyone in the UK, I've got to say, those who live in glass houses really should not throw rocks. It's just as bad here. It may be a bit more insidious here. Racism is occurring. Now, we only have to look at the Windrush scandal, sorry, this year, to look at how systemic racism is still prevalent in this country. And then we have the racial abuse that many black MPs, on both sides, I may add, face, especially Diane Abbott. And then we have Theresa May's infamous go-home vans, the racism in our criminal justice system, and let's not forget racism on student campuses. Honestly, I could go on. Now, for too long, black people and other non-white minorities, sorry, have been lambasted for not being grateful enough and have been labeled unpatriotic when they question the false narrative that had been widely believed. Now we can see this through the abuse that have gone on uh, of social commentators, sorry, such as Afro Hirsch and Kehinde Andrews. Many British people think that to hold this country to account for its racist past and present and to show the failures of this country now is to be unpatriotic. But you see, Black History Month should be a time for recognising the contributions made by the Windrush generation. Events such as the Bristol bus boycotts. Looking back at the Stephen Lawrence case. Celebrating the likes of Diane Abbott, Claudia Jones, Paul Stevenson. So when I talk about black history, I don't just want to focus on the end of slavery or the granting of independence, the nice bits. No, 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 no. There won't won't be any cherry picking going on here. We need to recognise black history and remember the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, do I think these councils purposely decided to offend black people and raise Black History Month? No, they probably meant well. But you see, that's not enough. Sometimes what's intended is not always reflected in the end result. But personally, I was disappointed by this. Now, with that said, happy Black History Month to one and all. I'm going to move on to the Be Better segment now. Because, you know, lately we've, we've had a few people acting a bit wild. Now, it's important to know that anyone can be subject to be, the Be Better segment. Because this is independent from any political loyalties. So, whether you're a liberal, whether you're a conservative, whether you're a friend, whether you're a foe, you, you can get it. But this week's Be Better, unfortunately, has to go to Melania Trump. Okay, so let me give you a premise. Last week, Melania Trump was on her Africa tour and she stepped in it yet again. She was in Kenya's Nairobi National Park wearing a white pith helmet, along along with a white shirt and some tan trousers. Now it's a helmet that's been causing anger from people who criticize the first lady's decision to wear it. The helmet is a well-known symbol of European colonialism. Wearing that hat in a country that was formerly victim to British colonialism, did nothing but reinforce imperialist beliefs of white supremacy and remind Kenyans and other African nations of the violence inflicted by the West. Al Jazeera did an an amazing article where they clearly explained all of it. And I urge all of you to read it, but I'm gonna is my source for this. Basically, many colonialists and medical professionals in the 19th century believed that white people were vulnerable to the climates in many of these African countries that they were colonizing. They believed that the solar radiation in these countries would attack white people's nervous systems and could make them infertile. So they would wear these helmets and other garments, like spine pads, to try and protect them. So these outfits became a bit of a symbol of European colonialism and white fragility and the views that many of these colonists had obsessed with superiority, their status. So you know Melania this really was not the best choice of outfits was it for this trip? Or any trip to be honest. And this is not the first time that Melania Trump has stepped in it because of her outfits. Earlier on this year we saw the outrage that was caused when she wore a jacket saying I really don't care do you? After visiting a child detention centre she should have done her research and should have understood the sensitivity around symbols of colonialism. Melania when she was talking to the press told people to focus on her actions and not what she wears. You know, it's hard to overlook her blatant lack of research. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to give her the benefit of doubt on this one, and I'm going to choose to see this as mere ignorance and lack of research. Because if, in fact, this was a politically calculated move in order to cause outrage and provoke the media, then America needs to ask itself what its values are, and to reevaluate whether the Trump family embodies those values. So Melania Trump, be better. Do your research. Ask those who are more informed on protocol and diplomacy. Act more sensitively. Be better. Okay, that's that's all I can take from the be better section for now, so I'm going to move on to what went well. Okay, so there this, this viral video that was showing a white woman named Chimera Trent confronting an older white woman uh, called Linda Dwyer. I think i, I th- So she was confronting this older white woman at the Colorado supermarket. Now, Kamira allegedly overheard the older woman, Linda, harassing a pair of Spanish speakers for not speaking English. So Kamira confronted this older woman, urging her to leave the Spanish speakers alone and to also leave the store. Well, you see, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it's done. Because, you know, internet rage means nothing. So, you know, sharing a cute post on Facebook means nothing. Yes, I've been guilty of it too. Liking a tweet. It means nothing. Nothing's being achieved. But what Kimira did actually did something. It stood up. When it, when she saw something wrong, she said something. And that's what we all need to do. Now, Linda, this older lady, went on to lambast Kimira saying, oh, you're going to lose this country because Camira wasn't going to allow her to harass these two Spanish speakers. And then Linda went on to tell the police that what sh- the incident had nothing to do with race and she was just being a patriot. Well, I beg to differ. So you know what? I'm going to say Kamira Trent, well done. I would clap for you, but I'm going to opt for jazz hands. And Linda, be better. Okay, I'm going to summarise it now and go to the tell a friend section. I urge everyone listening this week to tell a friend about the importance of research the importance of learning about the past, to understand people's experiences, to know that people of color do not share an identity, and each and every group must be given their chance to express themselves and to share their lived experiences without feeling ignored or yet again marginalized. And I urge you to tell a friend the words mean nothing unless there's action to back it up. So that's the tell a friend section. That's all for this episode, but before I go, I urge everyone to watch Quincy on Netflix. It is amazing. I watched it yesterday. I mean, to learn about this legendary figure and everything he's done and the music he did with Sinatra, with Ray Charles, how he discovered Oprah for the color purple. And you learn about the trials and tribulations of a legend, and I cannot recommend it enough. So everyone go and watch Quincy. And you know what? To finish up, I'm gonna tell you all, if you enjoyed this episode, read the title, tell a friend, and if you didn't enjoy it, well, you clearly weren't listening, so go back, listen again. Bye.